Hi, everybody. This is kind of a special edition video. Um, tomorrow's Canada Day, so there's a lot of discussion about canceling Canada Day and the atrocities that have happened to the Indigenous community. And I was listening to CBC this morning. I can't remember which show it was. I believe it was the current, but I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> they were interviewing someone regarding the canceling Canada Day scenario. And it makes me think because when I think of everything that's going on and everybody that's saying, you know, well, I'm a proud Canadian and most Canadians have had a great experience and this and that. I survived some of the trauma that was done by the Catholic Church. I've seen firsthand what they're criminally capable of doing and getting away with. Because for those of you unaware, there is no statute of limitation for sexually abusing a child, but there is one for child abuse and that is two years. So the responsibility falls on the parents to file the complaint within two years of the incident or um, it falls on the child once they become legal age. Uh, so they have until the age of 18 to file the complaint for criminal charges to be laid. That's why they're getting away with a lot of it. Because as long as they haven't misconducted themselves in a sexual manner, they're actually not held liable for the crimes that they committed and the atrocities. And the fact is, um, you know, the murders, yeah, there's nobody that can lay witness to the murders that can say who they were maybe, but the survivors, they know who abused them. And so this guest went on the show and was explaining how, you know, millions of Canadians have great experiences in Canada and are so happy to be Canadian. And, you know, yeah, unfortunately, there is, you know, a handful of people, including Indigenous and many racialized communities, that don't have a good experience. This made me incredibly angry. Why did it make me incredibly angry? Because it literally casts a shadow on people suffering by saying the majority didn't suffer and therefore it should deplete the suffering of those who have. And that was definitely a major PTSD trigger for me because Growing up after surviving what I survived with Sir Rosemi, um, we were four in my class. I was the only visible and religious minority. I was the only one who sustained the severe abuse that I did. And often while I received the abuse that I did, the girls would be given presents and wouldn't notice what was happening to me. So while the other three girls enjoyed their presence and had a good time, I usually endured the beatings for my and their mistakes on the piano, if you're wondering what my mistakes were. And when I would bring this up, a common statement made was, oh, you know, I loved her. She was wonderful. And I would say, no, she wasn't. She wasn't wonderful at all. 
And the argument would be, well, she was nice to me. You see, the reason why many women of color could not fall behind the Me Too movement was because we knew it was one-sided. We knew that because you are white individuals coming forward and alleging that somebody is vicious, that it will be taken seriously. And then that person will be, you know, deemed a monster. But if that monster is a white monster, or in my case, a Catholic monster, and they prey on people of color or vulnerable minorities, then the damage that they do is always shadowed by the good that they did for everybody else. That is incredibly degrading and dehumanizing to victims. And it is infuriating to hear. And I understand that many people can't relate to what it's like to have been abused that long, that violently, that young, and be singled out. But whether or not you can relate or understand doesn't matter. We as victims do not care about your appreciation for our abusers. We don't. Just like you don't seem to have a care and have the capacity to diminish and belittle our suffering at the hands of those abusers. And that is a fundamental problem. Because you see, the only reason why you weren't victims was because there was an easier victim present. What if they had eradicated the indigenous? Do you really think it would have been done there? And let's go one step further. I'm sure Hitler had buddies who thought he was super cool. Does anybody care? No, nobody cares because the atrocities that he committed far outweighed the basic human kindness that he gave to some people. And it shouldn't matter that it was the majority of people who suffered versus the minority of people who didn't at the hands of Hitler. Versus the situation where it's the minority of people that are suffering versus the majority of people who are not. It shouldn't matter because a monster is a monster. And the only reason why you're not being targeted by the monster is pure luck. Pure luck that you were born into the skin, culture, race, religion that you were born into. And I'm speaking specifically about child abuse and child genocide. Because adults can choose their faith. Children cannot. They're born into it. Adults cannot choose their ethnic identity. That is something they will maintain and retain for all of their life. And they could get plastic surgery, but it might not be enough to change their appearance and take away that identity. And you could beat the quote unquote Indian out of them. 
but those indigenous children were still indigenous children and targets of sheer violence. I'm sick and tired of people saying, you know, Canada doesn't have a hand in this. But it does. It does have a hand in this. We as citizens have a hand in this. Again, I'm not saying don't go out and ha enjoy your day off with your family and have a celebration of life and of your children and of your culture and get together with families and have beautiful reunions to celebrate each other. But I can relate to the Indigenous people in the sense that I never felt Canadian growing up. And it wasn't because I didn't want to be. It was because it was made clear to me that I was not welcome. And that experience of a child should be embarrassing. The sheer genocide in our history. This is the only child genocide in history where they targeted primarily and almost exclusively children. So we can say that this is a repetition of history that genocide has happened many, many times before. This is unprecedented. Now, do I believe that Canada should be destroyed and be dissolved and no longer exist? What I believe is we are here. We are here and we are together. Whether it was willingly or unwillingly, we are in this boat together now. And it doesn't matter what our ancestors did for us to get here. Because the fact of the matter is, we are here now. And the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth generation Caucasian Canadians deserve to be here as much as the Indigenous deserve to be here now, because this is the only home we have ever known. And in that sense, yes, we should not pay for the mistakes of the past. But we have no right to make it obsolete. If we do not know where we came from, we can go there again. We need to rewrite our history books. We need to hold those accountable for genocide, especially those still alive. I think an international tribunal should be held. And they, this is a, an act of war. This is a war crime. Yes, we have to live with 
each other. But you know what, white people? You do not get to tell us to suck it up and move on. Yeah, we need to adapt, but you need to adapt too. Yes, I am triggered. I'm triggered by some stranger I don't even know on the radio saying that, you know, let's think first of the fact that there are millions of Canadians who are happy that they're Canadian. I don't give a damn. Because if one Canadian is a victim to these atrocities, then we as a nation don't deserve our happiness. Do I come from a place of pain and grief and trauma? Yes, I do. Am I irrational sometimes, but most of the times I'm perfectly sane and incredibly pensive. There is no mind more lonely than that of a traumatized mind. And trauma victims need support. But before you can give support, you need to give basic respect. And saying that you don't care and you're going to celebrate your heritage, even when that heritage is genocide. When you say you don't care, because you're going to celebrate your identity, because your experience was good, even though thousands and possibly millions have suffered horrific things, then you're just greedy trash and you don't deserve to belong in a community. And yeah, my words are harsh. Because you know what? Nobody sugarcoated any. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nobody sugarcoated anything for me when I was getting beat by individuals and systems as a child. Nobody cared about the feelings of those Indigenous children being torn away from their parents. Nobody cared about those grieving parents. The ones that get me the most are the mothers who want to celebrate with their kids. Don't celebrate Canada with your kids. Celebrate your children. And the fact that you won the lottery, that you have white skin, and that they weren't taken away from you. Because those same children, those same Indigenous children, are still being taken away today. It's not called a residential school. It's called a foster system. This fake Canadian pride 
please just shove it. Nobody wants to hear your pride. No grieving Indigenous people, no grieving Muslims, nobody, nobody who is grieving and afraid wants to hear about how phenomenal your white privileged experience was. Because just as much as you don't care about how we feel about our suffering, we don't care about how you feel about your handy good luck. I'm passionate, I'm angry, I'm grieving, and I'm suffering. Think about your neighbors. Maybe if we all thought about our neighbors more than we thought about ourselves, Maybe we actually would be in a Canada that deserves celebrating. To all my fellow victims of trauma, you are not alone and you matter. and your experience matters more than the nine million good ones. You are valid and may you one day feel vindicated. To the survivors of residential schools and to the parents and children who have lost each other and your families It is hard, but stay strong. We are not our history, we are our identity. We will grow past this. We will rise. And we will flourish. To my Muslim brothers and sisters who are afraid to walk on the street because you consider yourself a visible walking target. I fear with you and I wish I could do more. But keep being strong and keep being who you are. And to everybody else, look at your neighbor. Give them the love, respect, compassion they deserve. Thank you so much for tuning into my small little chat. Be kind to each other. Support one another. But most important of all, because you don't have the two without this one. Stand up for each other. Have a good day.